Hello, my name is Ethan Eulin. Like you, I live in a world that never stops moving. Also like you, I have stories. These are my stories. The true stories of a tryhard. Welcome back to True Stories of a Tryhard. I'm Ethan Hewlin, and this week, yet again, it's me, your boy. Let's get into it. So, like many people out there, I have experienced invalidation in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's rude comments, or weird looks, or just a general attitude or vibe of displeasure, judgment is everywhere for me. And while that's partially on me, because I project myself onto almost everybody I come in contact with, part of it is not entirely unfounded. There are certain phrases that may come off as harmless or even helpful that can actually be really damaging and can be invalidating. So let's get into them. The first of this list is it could be worse. Now, I have told myself this on more than one occasion, whenever something goes wrong, as a sort of way to kind of dull whatever pain I happen to be feeling at the current time. I can't say with an honest heart that I've never said this to somebody else, because I have, but at the same time, that doesn't excuse the fact that I did it in the first place. Because yes, it definitely could be worse. And yes, you may have all these things available to you right now, and you may live in a great home with a loving family and have a great support network of friends, and this one tiny thing has gone wrong for you, but that doesn't mean that your feelings don't matter. Because they do. Everyone's do. As my mom likes to say, feelings are meant to be felt. You shouldn't try to hide your feelings or try to shove them away just based on someone else's situation that you may or may not know. Similar to this previous phrase is it wasn't that bad. Well, in a way, it might be that bad. And I don't say that to try and put anything down, but Trying to minimize something that could have been truly catastrophic will only hurt the person you're trying to tell it to. When someone says it wasn't that bad, that's doing the same thing as was in the previous phrase, where you're just minimizing whatever the situation was. It's implying that your feelings don't matter and that you have the wrong approach to the situation. Again, I've said this to myself more than once, um, mostly when trying to um, console myself after screwing up. Um, saying things like this can also make people not trust their own judgment, which when someone is in that state, that's not exactly a helpful thing to do because when you minimize somebody's feelings by saying it wasn't that bad, you're saying that my judgment is correct, 
yours is not, listen to me, I have all the answers. When in reality, you probably don't. Sorry to be a Debbie Downer, but you probably don't have all the answers necessary for somebody to really understand the magnitude of whatever they might have done. But the thing about that is that, in a way, it's kind of freeing. Being able to acknowledge that you don't have all the answers takes a lot of pressure off of you. At least it did for me. This is not a universal experience. The third phrase, as Disney so eloquently put it, let it go. Now, this is something that has been said to me, but I cannot recall saying this to anybody else. And the reason for that is because, for me especially, as someone who has struggled with anxiety since he was 10 years old, is not exactly possible. At least, not for me. To this day, there are times when I still think my parents' divorce is my fault. I know that's not true, but no matter how many times I hear it from my parents, I still, a shred of me, still believes that some part of it had something to do with me. And by telling somebody to just let it go, you're not offering them the chance and even help to help them process what just happened. Because I had years of therapy to help me process that. Which not everybody has the resources or accessibility to do. And by saying just let it go after something as life-altering as that just doesn't sit well with those of us who have those experiences. This next phrase is, you probably didn't understand. Now, because I'm in the grand spectrum of humans on the younger side, this has been said to me quite frequently. And I understand that I haven't lived as much life as some of the other people on this earth that I know, but criticizing someone's understanding because of their lack of experience is a false equivalency. By saying this, you minimize the intelligence of the person you're addressing, saying that they're too dumb to comprehend events that you may not understand either. It's better to ask like clarifying questions and see what they don't understand and try to help them through that than just say, no, nah, you didn't understand. This next phrase is stop thinking about it. Going back to let it go, these have very similar sentiments. Just telling somebody to stop thinking about it, it's, it's degrading, really. I wish it were that easy. I really do. I wish that I could just choose to not think about something and have it never bother me ever again. Believe me, there are certain things I wish I could forget. But... Being open and asking somebody what they might need to feel better will definitely help whoever you're trying to comfort in this situation. Hey tryhards, Ethan here. I want to talk to you guys about Patreon. Patreon is a donation service, a monthly subscription service where you donate money to me to support the show, support uh, the growth of it. 
whether that means merchandise or more podcasts or other things of that nature. And I would really appreciate if you guys would be willing and able to give just a little bit of whatever extra money you may have. Because while this show will always be free for everyone to listen, um, the way to make it isn't. And I'm in college, and things are expensive. So I'd appreciate any little amount that you're able to give. So thank you for donating, and thank you even more for listening. This next phrase is, we're not talking about this right now. Now, I will fully and readily admit, I have said this multiple times. Because I was not in a place where I was emotionally ready to uh, address the issue at hand. But what I didn't realize is the effect that it had on the people who were trying to bring up this topic. Because more often than not, they just wanted to be heard. And by just saying, I don't want to talk about that, or we're not talking about that, that doesn't help their problem because they have something that they really need to get out. And I know firsthand that keeping things inside can only hurt. So being able to hear somebody out and help them air their grievances will ultimately be the more helpful thing than just not talking about it. This next one is I told you so, which I have definitely said Usually after I was right about something that someone was going to do something stupid and I told them that was a bad idea and I said I told you so. But that hurts people too. Saying I told you so just exacerbates the whole thing. Salt in the wound, Purell on the cut, whole nine yards. Don't get me wrong, it's very tempting to to say this, especially to people you don't like, but it still hurts. Words have meaning. <laughs> Chances are you've made mistakes too, because you're human. So don't diminish someone else's mistakes just because you predicted it before they did. This next one is you're too sensitive. This one has both been said by me and about me. A man feeling emotions? Who would have thought? I used to think that my younger sibling Ari was too uh, sensitive because they never were a fan of, in their definition, scary movies, which included things like Cinderella or Beauty and the Beast with the whole dragon thing. And I thought that they were too sensitive and they just needed to get over it. But I'm not in their head. I don't know how they respond to things. So why should I have any say in how sensitive they are or aren't? And this last one is a bit of a doozy because on the surface, it can seem very helpful, but it may do more harm than good, especially more than some of the other ones that have come before. This one is I know what you're going through. That may be true. And being empathetic is in partiality anyway. 
putting yourself in someone else's shoes. However, they have their own lived experiences, they have their own feelings, and that's something that they need to process. And they don't necessarily need you projecting on them to do that. And I can honestly say that I have done this as well, usually with the intention to help, but it ended up being um, not exactly helpful. I usually say this in situations where I've experienced something similar, but if it's a completely different situation, there's really no point in saying this, because how do you know if you've never experienced that? Everyone has their own way of dealing with things that come to them, positive, negative, or neutral. Yours is different from everyone else's in the world. And attempting to equate the two is not always a good thing. But the other part of being empathetic, and the true sentiment of that statement, I believe, is not expressed through words, but through actions. Here's what I mean. If you have experienced a similar situation and you're trying to help somebody, what helped you? Think about that, mull that over, and then see if that would help them. Preferably ask them if you think it would help. For example, if something really bad happens to me, I usually like a hug. But I also understand that not everybody likes hugs. And some people in general don't like to be touched. And that's okay. So in conclusion, the best thing that you can do instead of saying these things, even though you may be trying to help, is to just be there. Ask questions. Try to understand their perspective. Because at the end of the day, that's really what it's all about, is perspective. You have yours, they have theirs. And it is our attempt to understand each other that will really be the foundation of growing those relationships. So thank you listeners this week for tuning in to True Stories of a Try Hard. You can find me on Instagram at ethan.t.hewlin. That is H-U-L-E-N. You can find me on Twitter at etphonehome. The O's are zeros, the E's are threes. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at True Stories Pod. The best way to get the word out about podcasts is via word of mouth and social media. So please, please, please. Share this with your friends, share it on your social media, and if you post it in some way and tag me, you will get featured on the official podcast accounts. And please feel free to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I would very much appreciate it. I'll be back with more stories next week. So until then, this is Ethan Hewlin, signing off.